0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com.
1: This is the Jabberjaw Podcast
0: Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. Hello, and welcome to episode 118 of the Managemental Podcast. A weekly discussion on hot topics in the music biz for the up-and-comers, the brand newbies, the beginners, and aspiring rock stars of tomorrow. This podcast is propelled by your input and feedback, so please rate and review and leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this show. I am your host, Mr. Blasco, and as always, I am joined by my good friend, the co-host from the other coast, Mr. Mike What
1: up, what up, Blasco?
0: Yeah, good to be back in the saddle. Um, Episode 118. In the last episode, we chatted about adapting your music for streaming platforms. That was a really cool episode, so check it out if you haven't already. Um, This week, we talk about how to rise above the noise and get your band noticed. This is going to be killer, so let's get
1: mental. Oh, yeah. This is one of my favorite topics, my man.
0: I mean, isn't it what we want in life, Mike? We just want to be noticed.
1: I, <laughs> I mean, I'm right there with you. And, you know, uh, whatever, we'll get into it. But I think, you know, it's a recurring theme in what we do because everything sort of comes after that, you know, getting noticed is really that first step. And, and, you know, most of what we talk about in other episodes is building off of when you get noticed and there's different, you know, I guess, thresholds of noticeability and different phases of it. But at every point in what you and I do, we are trying to get something noticed. And so it's like, I like talking about it because we know it and we've got a bazillion examples to pull from.
0: Totally. So this is a uh, guest post by Craig Kelly of the DIY Musician. um, And it is titled, Why No One Is Noticing Your Music. Why can't I get any recognition for my music? Mike? Why? Why, 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 why? Why do other bands get the gigs when we're clearly better musicians? Why can't we book more gigs? Why uh, we should be famous by now. These are just a few of the things I hear on an almost daily basis. And I do too. It's almost like a broken record. I get it. It's hard to get, it's hard to win new fans without really grinding and hustling every day. It's even harder if you aren't playing live shows on a consistent basis. The thing that can help you most out of the gate is to take a look, a good look at your product
1: oh no so we got to start at the foundation is yes. what i'm hearing oh yes. oh no no you know and this is what i love is uh, you know we've been through this and the benefit that Blasco and i have is you know we've we've done things ourselves uh in our own bands And you know we've done things at various levels in the business, but the common denominator is we get to see and have experience with so many different bands and by and large, the ones that have spent the time honing their foundation. And now what I love about it is you don't have to just hone your foundation. You don't have to wait to do other things while honing your foundation. It's just an understanding that as you are going along, the more you can really look at and and keep this what we're about to talk about in mind when you're going through it and have those experiences it allows you to really 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 once you finalize that then all of the things are, are launching from a solid platform and makes everything easier
0: do you think it's difficult even in this day and age for bands to accept the fact that they actually are products um you know what I'm saying? Like like the like I think that there was a time whenever it was all about the art and and now I think it's something to where people got to kind of start to get real and think of themselves as
1: products. Well, the beautiful thing is it's not mutually exclusive. You can be both a product and you can be art. Mm-hmm. And and if you can accept that no matter what your art is, the way to you know, it's almost like a need and a strategy, right? Your need is or your want here, I'll call it a need, but really it's a want. I want to be famous. Okay, then then what's, you know, or I want uh yeah, I mean, he said be famous. You know, I want to book more gigs, I want to do these things. Well, what's, you know, what's your strategy? And part of the strategy has to be accepting that you're a product. If you just want to fight and say I'm not a product, I'm not a product, I'm not a product, then you know, shit, dude, it's really, really, really hard to travel a different path. It's like if I want to get from, you know, Washington, D.C. to come visit you in California, somebody's paved the highway for me. If I can accept that I'm a, you know, human that gets in a car and has to pay for gas or, you know, if I'm lucky enough to have one of those charge cars, if I can accept all that, great. If I want to just be like, no, it's my own journey, you know, yeah. and want to fucking start walking through the woods my chances of getting to you are much 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 slimmer now i can do that trip where i'm the product while enjoying the the idea that i'm an artist and sorry this has gotten a little too off the off the you know deep end for for me but the bottom line is you can be both and i think that's one of the beauties of Look again. We talk about it in every episode. You and I bring experience to the table. Where I've watched plenty of people be, you know, uh, fantastic artists. While once they, once they accept that, it, you know, the 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 goals that they want are going to come from making that art into a consumable and sellable product. That's where we, you know, we strike gold.
0: Yeah. So let's break this down, right? Um, uh, why no one is noticing your music? So let's break this down into tight little bite-sized pieces, and let's diagnose it because maybe somewhere in this you can find something to where you go, yes, maybe that is what we're missing. But he goes, your music is only part of your product. Your product is the complete package. So let's break it down, Mike. Number one. Your artist image,
1: yeah, and we talk about this all the time, and and it's it's really shifted, uh, you know. And image is so encompassing because, really, I think you and I would would say, you know, your image is, of course your photo, right? Whatever photo you're projecting, if it's a band photo or some sort of, you know, art piece or, you know, really your logo, even all of that is tied into the imagery, you know, and we're in a, a society and, and way things are consumed is, you know, we lead with the eyes. I mean, when's the last time you, you heard something first without mm-hmm. seeing something to accompany it? It's very rare for me. Um, You know, Hey, check this band out. I go to one of their social media pages. The first thing I see is something, right? Some indication, you know, right. there's certain, <laughs> you know, I love the 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 astute people on Instagram that, you know, the first nine photos all make up one image or whatever. It's cool. Like, but it's still, it's an image, you know? It's yes. like, there's something there that I'm seeing. And as much as you and I are open-minded, you know, lovable consumers, uh, you know, it's, eh, that's going to give me a vibe right then and there. And first and foremost, if the vibe is amateur, I'm going to presume everything that comes after it is amateur.
0: Yeah. So I mean, yeah. so it's like, ask yourself, is your image consistent with your overall presentation? Um, is it it, it? it, does it communicate, does your image communicate what your music is to the fan base, to, to a potential fan base, right? Like you want to make sure that if you're a specific type of band, that your image on first glance is connecting with who you hope your audience will eventually be. Um, so you gotta take your image, break it down. Is it consistent? Is it connecting? Um, you know, is it thorough? right? Like it, it, it does, does the, does the photo and the logo and the text and the, the, the our Instagram uh, uh, postings, like is everything consistent, right? You got to do that. Um, yeah.
1: And, and you know, the one thing about all of these and you and I might take this for granted. And so I want to make sure that we pointed out is I'm usually the worst guy to try to assess my own you know, if it's my own art or my own project, I'm kind of the worst one to assess whether or not it's good or bad, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and when I've been able to willing and able to put myself out there. And thankfully, I'm I'm very fortunate at this stage in my career. I've got great guys like yourself. We're Hey, man, check this out. You know, and then I got to be willing to take feedback. Hey, Mike, did you, you know, have you noticed that uh, the logo and the photo? Are not, you know, and you're great at this stuff. I mean, if you guys, I mean, want a lesson, look at Blasco's properties and how well he does this, you know, across many different uh, genres and many different products. And so, if, if I ask Blasco, which, you know, takes some courage, you know, and so for you out there in loyal listener land, ask somebody who isn't your mom, somebody that's versed in this, and then you've got to be willing to listen to you know, what they have to say. doesn't mean you have to do it necessarily. But if I ask Blasco, who I value and trust, hey, bud, you know, what is this consistent? And he points out three things that aren't consistent. And unless I've consciously said, oh, well, I'm doing these three things, you know, I get my own way. Yeah, but Blasco, I, you know, but, but, but. And I found when I listen and say, oh, great point and really sit with it and take those, those opinions to heart. You know, if it's a trusted resource, you know, my product ends up being way better.
0: Yeah. Um, Next one, your artist biography.
1: You know, and this is one of those things, you know, uh, you know, on the coaching platform, we did this cool product called 60 days to signable. And and we went through a whole bunch of getting deep with artists on these. And, you know, biography is a challenging thing because it's sort of a lost art and ultimately I would almost say you could replace it with artist story, right? We're in a storytelling age. Blasco and I are doing a podcast. It's not necessarily a storytelling podcast, but that format has lended itself and you can, you know, people want to identify with others uh, in a way that's relatable. And so the more you can convey That you are relatable people, that your product is relatable to others that you're trying to reach, the better off you are. And so a lot of times that's done through a biography. I don't think a biography is a bad thing to have. And I don't think it's a bad thing to use as, you know, almost like a, a template you know, uh, this is our story. This is kind of what we are trying to convey. And you can always go back and look to it and say, you know, again, we're talking about consistency. Is this consistent with, you know, is our action consistent with what we've told people we're trying to be?
0: Yep. And my one tip for the biography, it's totally cool to have one. People may ask for it from time to time, but, um, have a, much shorter version of your bio as well, because most people just do not need or want to take the time to read some lengthy thing. So have an abridged version as well that you can send to people, uh, that are, that you can tell you maybe don't have their entirety of their, uh, interest or enthusiasm. So, uh, that's my one tip. Um, number three, your music.
1: And really, this is where we all we want it to start, Um, you know, and and it does in some ways start there. If I am playing music that is, you know, death metal, then my image will probably be influenced by other artists who are in that genre. And so, um, you know, this list isn't necessarily in any order other than right. Yep. Like I said, you go to Instagram or you go to Facebook or you go to YouTube. I'm seeing a visual, so the image has to be consistent. Obviously, the story's got to be there and then, you know, the music itself. But really, you know, we talk about it in, in every episode that has music. If your music isn't good, what's the point? Um, but yeah, you know, this is one of those things where it's a product and, you know, just uh, – there's so many tangents that I could go into here, but ultimately, if you want to have some sort of con- success, you've got to, I think, as you said in the last episode, you know, if you want to play the game, you got to have the right ball. And yeah, u- ultimately, um, you know, if if you why are you writing music? You know, again, this article said, Why do other bands get gigs? Why can't we book more gigs? We should be famous. Well, is your music something that people want?
0: Yeah. I mean, and if we break it down to top title of the article, why no one is noticing your music. So here we are, your music. Be honest with yourself. Is it as good? Is it on the level songwriting wise, production wise, sonically lyrically uh, is it on the level of your peers the things that are distinctly ahead of you whether they already have a record deal they're already on the radio they already have a hundred thousand followers on instagram why what is it about your music that is different from them and also too the, the image because we're talking about that as well so you have to be honest with yourself is it as good is it too much the same is it not different enough right these are all questions you have to really kind of take a step back and be honest with yourself about of like why am i not at the point that i wish that i was already it does start like mike said it does start with your music and you have to ask yourself some real hard questions about your music of why it's not connecting Um, and then we can segue right into the next one. Number four, your skills slash plane.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you know, one of the things that it's tough and I have to remind myself of this all the time. Um, but in everything we do, you know, the time itself is a huge factor. You know, I want everything to happen today. Why wouldn't I? I mean, if, if my band or bands could become, you know, massive today, I would, you know, then my problems would go away. Right. Money would follow. Fame would follow. And you and I would be recording this together, you know, in some awesome place, whatever, Hawaii, something like that. That ain't the case, you know, but if if I look at my career and you look at your career doing things over time, we've honed our skills, you know, and that's sort of the thing. Patience. Is once I could accept that things were going to take some time, and if I could enjoy the process of improving my music and improving my skills, um, you know, while I'm improving all those other things, and I could enjoy that part of it, well, then I'm in a much more relaxed position, and and that's just a great place to be. Um, I've gotten some real breakthroughs in parts of my career when I quit demanding that it happened. And, you know, sometimes it's just demanding to myself that it needs to happen today when really if I could relax and just, you know, uh, if we're talking about music and my playing skills, I only get better by continuing to play. (laughs) (laughs) And I can only play so many hours in a day. And I can only play in so many conditions. I can sit in my room and practice for eight hours. Great. But then what happens when I get in the practice space? Well, I got to learn that skill too. And the more I become comfortable and proficient in that, that can only come with, you know, uh, over time.
0: Yeah. And I think this is almost a continuation of the, the previous one about your music, whereas it, your skill level just needs to be in line with who listens to the type of music that you play. Um, you, you know, it's like if you're a fucking tech death prog band – then you got to be as good or better than those guys because those guys are gnarly, you know, but if it's like, you're more of like an indie band um, you know, it's like your, your skill level just needs to be in line with who your potential fan base is because they, your, your potential fan base either wants to be blown away with your technical skills or they just want you to write a good song, right? Or there's just a, a mood that they're anticipating that you're going to create. Um, so, you know, you, d- by all means, the skill level, a high skill level does not equate to talent um, a- at all. I mean, the the most talented bands aren't the most skillful bands, I mean, or the most successful bands aren't the most talented bands, right? So that has nothing to do with it. I just feel like the skill level needs to be in line with who your potential audience, you you want them to be. So, um, and then uh, number five, your business skills, Mike.
1: Yeah, and this is you know we've talked about this in past episodes. Um, you know, it's uh, this is a whole different side of things, and look, the musicians who have embraced that they also need to be proficient in business, um, especially as they're developing. Uh, I think we've both seen have success, and you know, business is such a broad, you know, um, kind of category because. I would say marketing is a business skill, but sometimes marketing and, you know, sort of, you know, I think in the past I would have thought of business as, okay, how are we maximizing dollars or how is somebody, you know, uh, making sure that the accounting is all right. And that's not necessarily it. Business is a little bit, you know, that's part of it, but business is a little bit more broad and you know, marketing and just the things that aren't playing the music, recording the music, getting out there and trudging in the van. Um, and this is stuff that, again, you and I are fortunate that we've pivoted. You know, into uh, careers that yeah are 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 well <laughs> grounded in business, and we've been able to do that through a lot of trial and error, uh, both of us, but. Yeah, just doing it day in and day out. And as we've gotten better and better, the results, uh, you know, for both of us have have come after that.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is an important one. Um, And and I don't want it to sound daunting, like you got to brush up on your business skills, meaning like you have to memorize Don Passman's everything you need to know about the music business book from beginning their cover to cover, right? Like that's not what I'm saying. I think if I'm going to break it down, your business is, if your business is making more money than you spend, you have a good business. And if you spend more money than you make, you have a bad business, right? So, so in thinking of it in terms of that simple of terms, fortunately, I have seen, a lot more bands coming up that are paying much closer attention to their business and understand that it is a business and that you almost, in some respects, do need to treat your band as a startup. And you do need to, and then everyone in the band is accountable, not just to look cool in photos and not just to contribute to songwriting and not just to be skillful at their instrument, but everyone needs to take accountability and responsibility for business duties uh, internally with with the band. Maybe some guy's a social media guy, maybe another guy's the guy that books the gigs, or you know, maybe another guy's a guy that sources the art for the t-shirts or whatever, but You can't have any weak links. And this comes to everything that we've covered so far.
1: Yeah. And the beautiful thing is there's a lot of information about out there about startups. Yeah. When you and I, you know, first got into the business, Donald Passman's book was kind of the Bible. And that did make it simple. But simultaneously, it was sort of, you know, uh, less and less and less resources. I mean, you and I have thrived. And one of the reasons why we like doing this podcast is we're influenced by, you know, podcasts in that realm solely in the startup realm, you know, and, and prior to that, you know, I think, I know I looked outside of music as a way to bring strategies into, uh, my, uh, individual operations, you know, because I wanted to, uh, be able to look at things through a different lens and try to create, present something that allowed me to get noticed. And again, yeah. why no one's noticing. Uh, next topic: Your dedication
0: to investing in your career.
1: Yeah, I mean, holy cow! It's almost like, what comes first, the music or the or the investment? Mm, <laughs> true. You know, music is the most important thing, uh, I would say. But really, the most important thing prior to that is, am I? What am I willing to do in order to to, to get there? You know, if you can look in the mirror, I mean, I I didn't want to believe this was true. I really wanted to think like, oh, I got some guys who are like pretty dedicated. And if they do well, then they will just kind of get more dedication. And inevitably, what I found was as things worked well, yeah, it was easy to be dedicated. Hey, you got to go here for this amount of time. Sure, cuz the money was rolling or the, you know, the prestige was rolling. But when things took a turn, those that weren't absolutely committed, you know, when the tough yeah. got going, the going, you know, whatever it is. When the going gets tough, the tough got going. Um and inevitably the artists that I've seen and you and I talk about it as lifers, if you will. It's like There's just something about that dedication. And if you're out there and you think you're dedicated, you know, it's almost, I don't think you and I consciously do this, but I do it in other facets of my life. I recommit, you know, on a, on a, on a, whatever, daily, weekly, whatever basis, I look back to why I'm doing something and recommit to like, yeah, I'm, I'm into this still. And I'm, you know, and so long winded way of saying my most successful artists are the ones that were absolutely like dude we're going to get there you know i don't care if it comes tomorrow or it comes in 10 years we're going to get there and inevitably uh, that those have been the ones that have, have stuck by it
0: yeah so the question why is no one noticing your music you got to ask yourself how invested in your band in your art in your music are you? And when it says your dedication in investing your career, not necessarily talking about a financial investment, right? I mean, granted, yes, that can happen, but it's really more of, of an investment of time and effort, right. And internal resources, right? Like, I mean, like, you know, Mike, it's like, you know, we, we look at bands all the time, bands come to you and it's just like, how do you, how do you appear like, do you appear that you're making sacrifices or do you appear that this is just a hobby that you do? And if it works out for you, great. But if not, like I'm, I'm a little bit maybe on the wrong side of, you know, 28 and like, I'm already like got responsibilities and mortgages and dogs and you know, whatever, like it is, how does it look like, how have you invested? Like, Man, like I'll tell you, like I sacrificed everything you know when I was younger to get in it and I had nothing and I worked shitty jobs, but like all I cared about was making music and being in a band and and doing that thing very, very seriously um and so, you know, how dedicated are you, how do you present yourselves? are you? Are you booking your own tours? Are, are are you getting in the van? Are you going out there? Are you screen printing your own shirts? Are you making it happen? Are you doing your own social media? Are you engaging with your fans? Are you doing all these things that prove to other people that could potentially invest their time and resources to help level you up? How do you present yourselves to those people? You have to ask yourself that question. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's funny, and I'll just make a note because – when I read it as investing your career, I didn't even think about the money component, right? I mean, that you know, and so I love that when you pointed that out, I was like, oh yeah, I guess you could interpret it that way. You and I are both on the same page. It has, I mean, yes, if if indeed it, I don't, you know, I got to be in Arizona to play and it costs X amount in gas and I haven't started. I got to have some financial investment to get there, but really it's more, you know, are when it when it comes time to get the offer to go to Arizona? Are we clearing our schedule at any cost? Oh, sorry, my girlfriend's birthday is that night. Mm-hmm. Nah, dude. I mean, look, yeah. I don't know what your story was like, but yeah, inevitably, you know, a girlfriend's birthday, and I feel sorry for <laughs> for the girlfriends that had to suffer through this. It was no comparison. No. It was I'll be on tour. I'll be at the gig. I'll be wherever you need me to be. Um and and that's it wasn't even a question. Yeah. So no, agreed. Okay. Last point:
0: How you interact with fans, potential fans, and promoters?
1: Oh, geez, this. Uh, you know, I, 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 yeah. I mean, really, it's please and thank you, please and thank you, please and thank you. Yeah. Hey, motherfucker, get your goddamn gear off the stage in five seconds. Uh, yeah, no worries that'll yep. be done. Yep. You know, please. And thank you. Hey, I need you to come by and pick up a hundred more tickets and I need you to go flyer this place, or I need this and I need that, you know, please. And thank you. Inevitably, you got to stand up for yourself at some point. This doesn't mean, Hey, I'm going to just, you know, get rolled over by someone because promoters can be bullies. Um, You know, but with your fans thanking them and rewarding them. And, and, you know, it's not just uh platitudes. It's, it's really through your actions. How are you creating unique things for your fans? Um, but inevitably, you know, it's, and I haven't always done this and I only benefit from being on the other side of it. You know, had I been a little more gracious in certain times, who knows, maybe my career would be even further. Instead of thinking that the world of music owed me something, which at mm. times I have thought that, <laughs> you know, because I've done X, Y, and Z, the world of music owes me something. Now, how about I'm grateful for the fact that I get to do something that many, many, many people don't really get to do in the capacity that you and I get to do at Blasco, you know, yeah. this podcast included. Yeah, totally. I mean, look, why is no one
0: noticing your band? Well, ask yourself, um, how much time do you spend engaging with your current fans? What incentives are you giving them to continue to engage with your music? Um, and then I know that you know who, whose fans that you wish that you had. So how much time are you spending on that band's youtube comments going in there and going like hey i know you like this band you might like us too cuz we're kind of the same or whatever check us out here's a link blah 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 how much time are you are you doing that you can't you can't buy fans you have to earn them and and fans is the currency of this business if you have no fans you have no business so what are you doing to go out there and get them you they're not just going to appear at your doorstep You got to, you got to get out there and you got to hustle them and you got to earn them and you got to like, make them know that you exist. I mean, think about your competition. It's everything. (laughs) It's everything that's accessible to anyone that has YouTube on their phone. They can access any album, any band, any video at any time. How are you getting that person's attention? you know, and, and you gotta, you gotta ask yourself, you gotta make a strategy. You gotta, you gotta hustle, man. You Got to, there's
1: just no other way around it. I love it. I mean, what a, you know, this is, this is the real deal. I mean, this is one of those episodes, like I said, at the beginning, if you really think about this stuff and, and listen to the words and look, Blasco and I aren't the only people that have this kind of knowledge. And if you're listening and you disagree with something, we'd love to hear from you, but I can sense a different passion in myself when I talk about this. And I think I can hear it in your voice too. And we're passionate about, you know, all of our episodes, but it's like we, it's almost like I, I I want the, my emotion in my voice to translate into you listeners that like, if you really get this stuff, you got a chance.
0: Yeah. And if
1: you don't, (laughs) you know, even if you got some intermittent success or a flash in the pan, best of luck
0: he writes in conclusion if you want to get noticed and create a buzz you need to fix these things take time and look at each item without bias venues record labels and press want you to make their job easy they want a
1: complete package well concluded
0: yes and that concludes episode 118 thank you for tuning in we will be back here next week in the meantime you can find me on twitter and instagram at blasco 1313 we encourage you to email us any questions or comments you may have for the podcast me at askblasko at gmail.com if you have listened this far much respect to you for making efforts to educate yourselves and taking your future into your own
1: hands mike what you got cooking also well concluded <laughs> <laughs> you guys can find me on twitter and instagram at michael head over to outerloopcoaching.com if you're interested in some of the products that we have that you know really give you some checklists and guides uh through some of the stuff that we talked about today glasgow always a pleasure and uh until next episode thanks everyone peace Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media. The number you have reached is one hundred point seven WMS. It wasn't just a radio station, it was a lifestyle. Cleveland is a rock and roll city for sure, Yeah, Yeah! The wrath of the buzzer. WMMS. Cleveland. The rise and fall of one of the most iconic radio stations in America. Profiles, The Wrath of the Buzzard, P.R.O.H. Files. Subscribe now wherever you get podcasts. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network.